The other day I was thinking back to the to, to what now is actually closer to a decade ago than it is a few years ago. Uh, back then, I got really into physical fitness. Some of you know this, right? Know this because you guys kind of were, were around then, some of you that know me. But some of you kind of saw the P90X stuff that I was kind of doing, pushing, talking about at the time, and I'm really you know, passionate about. And that was the point where I really got, I was already working out for a while, but that was really when I started getting into training and nutrition and getting into things like far on a deeper level, doing a lot of research on nutrition and, and really trying to figure it out, right? I think it's very empowering when you can figure certain things out like that in your life, because then you have the ability to tweak your diet. And I was having a lot of fun with that because I was able to get a grip right when when you grow up as like a, a chunky borderline maybe even obese child like I did having the ability to tweak your training and diet and manipulate it to get results is very empowering I won't lie to you and this is another reason why whenever I try to help people I'm always like you have to learn this because Dieting is like, I say this analogy far too much, dieting is a lot like, you know, an ocean current. You're going to be going in and out, not necessarily of dieting, because some people have a hard time with that word, but you're going to be going in and out of caloric intakes. Why? Because life is complicated and people need to eat and you go on vacations and maybe there's times where you consume a lot more alcohol or maybe you're partying, whatever it is, man, lifestyles change throughout your life. You go to lifestyles where you're young and partying and then your metabolism changes and, and you have kids and things, a lot of things change. Okay. So you, the ability for you to manipulate your own diet and your own training is, is very, very, very important in my mind. Why? Because it, it empowers you as a person to do what you have to do to be healthy right? So why was I thinking about this? I was thinking about this because I did that for a while. Uh, and then there came a point where I, you know, I wasn't really pushing the P90X stuff. I was really just trying to help people in a way. And that was ultimately my goal because it stemmed once again from that the idea that I was a chubby little kid. I remember vividly um, when I was younger, like my uncle kind of teasing me because we were on vacation and I was like sitting down and, and you could kind of like see and kind of count the roles that I had when I was laying down or sitting down as a kid, right? And I'm not going to say that was traumatizing, but it's a memory in the back of my mind. <laughs> However you want to define that, right? I really need to stop saying right. It's getting annoying to me. So when I, when I was younger, I remember that. And so getting to a level, getting to a level where I can control my diet and, you know, I did crazy stuff with my body. Some of you guys during that know me during those times might remember the douchey photo shoot I had once just, just to be able to see what I could do. Right. And we'll, we'll talk about that at a future episode because that is a whole nother topic, but I digress. That was super empowering. 
and I got super into it. And some of you know that I coached a few people, not through P90X, because let's face it, not many people are into that kind of thing. Cool, no big deal. But I coached through people through diet and training and give, gave them diets and macronutrients and you know ways for them to stay on their stuff. And I used to give out training programs. And I did this for a few friends, and you know it, it worked out great for the few friends that I did this for. And there was a point where I was like, eh, maybe I'll do this for like a living, right? And then I quickly walked away from that. Not because I didn't have the passion for it. Because when you have that type of childhood, when you're chubby and you may, may be made fun of for it and, and you didn't want to go into the pool without a shirt on, you know, when, you're, when, you're, when you grow up in that, um, it is motivating and empowering to help other people with that. That's another reason why I feel like when people are super motivated to do things, there's always an, a reason behind it, right? If you're one of these people that just wants to be a billionaire, it's like, well, what's the motivation? That's always my question with those people. Or people that are, you know, really tied to causes like, like cancer or, or whatever, whatever. It's likely because, you know, they, they knew somebody or had a family member that, that dealt with it, right? That's where a lot of these motivations as humans come from. But one of mine was trying to help people lose weight. And I did that. I feel like pretty well. Perfect? No, not ever perfect. None of my stuff is ever perfect. We can talk about woodworking if you want. But I did it pretty well. You know, the Boscanator did pretty damn well. Uh, my my buddy, Splinter Cell, he did pretty damn well. And Splinter Cell was one of those dudes who, who tried and was like at a, stuck at a number for a while. And I got him pretty lean, even though I broke some of my protocols doing so. So... Anyways, why am I bringing up one of my failed attempts? Well, one, because it's always good to talk about failure because it's, it should be normalized. It should be normalized that not everything is always going to go perfectly in your life and not everything is going to go great. And you have to be willing to roll with the punches or go with the ebb and flow of the ocean, as I like to use the analogy for everything. Why am I talking about that? I want to talk about mostly why I quit. Why I quit doing that for people. Because it's not like I lost the ability or knowledge. You know, I still implement it on myself. You know, I'm not necessarily in my 20s anymore, right? I'm not anywhere near my 20s anymore. And so for me to be able to maintain a level of physique that I have, and don't get it twisted. I'm not walking around with 6% body fat, right? I'm not one of those guys, all right? But I'm not a young guy either. I have a real life full-time job. I have responsibilities. I have hobbies. And so for me to be at the physical fitness level that I have only happens because of training and diet. Some of you that follow me on Instagram see some of the pictures that I post occasionally because I feel like it's a little douchey to do it too often. I will post um, like on Sunday, I'm like, ah, food prep, you know, whatever. That's a normal occurrence for me. I've been food prepping probably for Jesus. I mean, I want to say... I don't know the number exactly, but I want to say it's closer to two decades than it is closer to one. How about that? Um, I'm thinking of at least 12 years I've been food prepping every Sunday for that whole time. And that helps me maintain diet for, you know, the weekdays. And then on the weekends, I make good choices or bad choices depending on where I am on my goals. That's just the way I manage things. But this isn't a diet or training episode. Which, by the way, one of the goals that I always had for my YouTube channel, which those of you that don't know, I had a YouTube channel for many years. 
another thing I gave up. Um, those of you that know me know that I want to do like a dining thing because I do feel like this knowledge would be useful for people. So maybe if you guys are up for it, send me a DM or a message or email or something. If you guys feel like it'd be useful to do this via podcast, I can do that. Just let me know. But anyways, I digress. Back to the point. The reason why I stopped really training people and helping people diet is because out of the whole percentage of people that would often reach out or, or inquire about things or ask questions, it was a very small percentage that I would call the motivated people. Everybody else wanted things, but never really wanted the work associated with those things. Some of those people that are motivated are motivated for their own personal reasons. They have their whys. As we talked about that in a previous podcast, go check out episode why. Because those, those people have a reason for doing things, good or bad. Whatever it is, positive or negatively fueled, they have motivation and interest. The rest of them wanted the results without the work. And don't get it twisted. It's work. Unless you're using some steroids, it's work. Okay? Ultimately, what I'm trying to say is that most people just don't want it bad enough. They just don't. You know, most people are, are influenced highly by those infomercials where it's like this magical route from down in Africa that was recently discovered can now, can now save humankind and it can cure any illness and cure cancer and cure HIV and blah, 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 right? Everybody falls for that junk because everybody wants the quick result. Well, the quick result isn't the thing that's going to be meaningful for you. We talked about that in a previous podcast as well. It's the, the things you'll remember in life are the things you worked hard for, not the things that were given to you easily. And so life doesn't work that way. At least it hasn't in my experience. And so most people are not motivated. And when you say, oh, I work out and I eat well, I don't think people are really, really understanding how much work goes into that. And it's work. You've got time and energy and effort and exhaustion and time that you don't have investing into things. That's the way things work in life. And that's why we talked about before, simplifying your life. That's helped me. But also, as we take on more and more stuff and more and more responsibilities and more and more projects and more and more life social pressures, it's harder to fit things in. And fitness to me just isn't an option, future episode, because ultimately, that's also the catalyst for all your ability to do everything else. And most importantly, your quality of life. Your quality of life, if you're older, is, if it's terrible, you are not going to like life. Even, even if you're on every single drug trying to keep you alive. I would rather be a healthy person that is still able to take care of themselves and do whatever, whatever, versus being somebody that needs somebody to take care of them, right? But I digress. People don't want things badly enough. And when I started smelling that in people, I would automatically be like, think about it, get back to me. I'm not a guy that's going to... This is another reason why you can't do it as a business because I'm not a guy that will take your money and not give you results. If I'm taking your money, 
We're getting shit done. And it's a, it's a mutual beneficial relationship where I feel like I'm getting paid for my services and you're getting the results you want. If you're not getting the results you want, then I feel a little guilty about that, even though it's not my fault because people don't want it bad enough. You don't have a reason for wanting it bad enough. It's not important enough to you. And that brings me to the point of my topic this week. Might be a shorter one, but bear with me. The reason why we talked about uh, last week's podcast about quitting with those little voices. When those little voices creep into your brain, whether it's telling you to stop working out or stop dieting or, or just stop running or stop work doing whatever you're doing, right? When those little voices creep into your head and you listen to them, you've lost. You've lost because you gave in. See, the problem that I felt like most people had is not that they lacked maybe the interest. They lacked the drive for sure. But you know what it was really? And it comes down to something as simple as this. You, apart from wanting it, you give yourself the choice. And that's where you made the mistake. You see, there's a lot of times where I come home exhausted. I've worked 30 plus hours and two, three days freaking exhausted. I don't feel like doing shit. I just want to go home, eat, go to sleep. And sometimes I do that. I won't lie to you. But I will say that when I'm in those workouts and when I'm doing these things and those little voices creep in, those voices have to be ignored and you don't have to give yourself a choice. This is the problem. We have too much. The ability to have choices these days is exponentially increased. We have too many choices. This is why you'll get in cars with people and they'll instantly change songs over and over and over, even though it's a good song. And even though that if you were on a radio station where you had no other options, you would likely hear that song and be like, oh man, it's a good song. But the choices that are available, that FOMO continues people from going to the next song, to the next song, to the next song. You have too much choice. And so therefore you can't make a selection because the possibilities are are, are endless. And it's the same thing with life. And it's the same thing, especially with physical fitness, when it came to these people. You're giving yourself the choice or the option to not do something when you know you should be doing it. There are times in life where you very much so need to remove your choice, your ability to say, no, I'm not going to do this. You should do it because it's the right thing for you to do. Whether it's returning the freaking grocery cart so somebody doesn't have to go out of their way to get your grocery cart. Whether it's you helping that old woman pick up things from the top shelf. Whether it's you sitting there and doing the right thing by, by helping you know, an older woman open the door or something. Whatever it is, is you're, you're giving yourself a choice. And in certain things in life, like your physical fitness, and your ability to work out, or your ability to continue to keep going, or your ability to do what's right for you and your family and your health, You're giving yourself choice. And I think at times that choice should be removed. You should be steadfast. You should be focused. You should be determined. You should have nothing but your eyes focused and deadly set on your goal. There should be no other thing on your mind. When you're in there and you're doing a crazy workout, as some of you know that I sometimes do on my my personal page. I work out and sometimes I don't want to work out. 
And I know I have three more sets to go, and they're hard freaking sets. And it's not like, a, oh, man, let me, just, let me just take a little extra rate break. No, man the fuck up, and let's go. Have you passed out? Have you thrown up? No, then man the fuck up, and let's go. Choice is also a detriment because choice is crippling. When you have so many choices, so many possibilities, that in itself makes you stumble in your convictions because you think there's always more. There's no, you don't want to miss out on something. You don't want to not do something. You don't want to have the opportunity to do something. There's times in life where as a man or a woman with conviction, you need to make the choice and own it, whether it's a good or bad choice. And so if you choose to be a person that says, no, I'm not going to work out, then own it. Suck it up, buttercup. You made the choice not to work out. You made the choice not to take care of yourself. It's on you. Own it. But if you want to be a person that's far more determined, don't even give yourself the choice. There is no stopping mid-workout. There is no, oh, I should, have, I should be kind of slowing down because my heart rate's a little high. No, there's no choice. You move forward. You get shit done. That's the way thing that's the way that you should just look at this, especially when you're going undergoing hard endeavors. Because hard endeavors take conviction. Whether it's once again choosing a new career path, whether it's, you know, creating a little startup company, whether it's continuing to push your physical fitness, whether it's continuing to push those two jobs so you can provide for your family. Whatever it is, remove the choice. Eyes on the prize. Focus your eyes on what you're trying to do. Don't even give yourself the option to stop. You go forward. And if half of the people that I talk to during my training phase in life, if at least half gave themselves little to no choice and just move forward with the plan, they would be far healthier. And those of you that are struggling with things, whether it's losing weight, finding the time to work out, not choosing proper meals, maybe drinking less, maybe doing less drugs or no drugs, whether it's making better choices about your life, whether it's making better choices with your relationships. It all comes down to a choice. You choose to do the wrong thing, which puts you back in the hole. At what point... Is the wrong choice going to be removed from your table of options? At what point are you going to choose to say, no, that's not the right, thing, the right thing for me to do. Let me do the right thing. So start with removing the choice and doing the right thing. We'll see you guys next week.